Hello, I'm Dustin Meehan, Into Your Head's original professional voiceover guy. And frankly, the best. I've been on TV, you know. It kind of makes me wonder why I'm paid in cat food. You join me at a tremendously exciting moment. It's Into Your Head, number 585 for Wednesday. We've a lot to get on with today. Items that need to be attended to. Issues that need to be addressed. Topics. Oh, topics. We've got lots and lots of topics. We're positively moving to the seams with topics. We've got topics coming out of this, uh, out of this small, rather plain mug. Uh, small, a small white mug here. I believe it's a Tesco value mug. Or maybe an Argus uh, own brand value range mug. I can't remember which. Does it really matter? Is it that important uh, that you need to know uh, where I get my basic range mugs from does it matter no it's just a plain that's the whole idea of a generic mug is that it's plain and white and you don't know where it may have come from although it is rather obvious now i look at it it is a uh, oh it is a value range mug uh, but what does it matter what does it matter i'll have broken it in a few weeks anyway i break these all the time i break i break things over and over again Oh, I probably caused them to disintegrate from all the energy drinks. There's probably all sorts of chemicals breaking this mug down now as I speak. And then I'll put some black coffee in it later and that'll damage it even more. You don't know what's in these uh, energy drinks now. Oh, incidentally, uh, Into Your Head's official energy drink is... Uh, oh, what's it called? Uh, we have an official energy drink. Just go to the website. You can find it there. Uh, it's not one of these ones that wreck the mug, though. It doesn't have uh, caffeine or any of that crap in it. It's called Brain Tonic. That's uh, a bit early to be commercialising the show yet. We're only a minute and a half in. Uh, give it a chance. Uh, we'll get to the commercials later. Uh, suffice to say, hello and welcome to Wednesday's Into Your Head podcast. Hello, hello, uh, hello, uh, hello, 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 over. Uh, so, do I say over now? I'm not sure. Uh, they say podcasting uh, stems from the days when people used to sit in front of their ham radios and say, hello, is there anyone out there hamming it up? Over. And someone else will come in and say hello this is red charlie one over and you'd say hello over and out and then the uh, at the channel will go blank and then you'd say oh i didn't mean over and out hold on i'll check my phrase book uh eskelia on uh on will cadagum letterus uh parlez-vous over and they'll say, what the fucking hell are you talking about? And then, of course, they lose their uh, license for swearing because they have rules in these things. You can't, they don't just hand out ham licenses to anyone. Uh, fortunately, uh, the, the case is not the same for podcasting. And as a result, uh, this is Into Your Head Podcast. Hello. You're listening to Into Your Head because you couldn't find anything better now, could you? I don't know if it's obvious, uh, but I'm still uh, at the 
at the far end of my recent common call. It's not gone yet, and you can hear it in my voice if you're paying attention at all. Although, why would you be paying attention to the quality of my voice? Uh, that's uh, your, uh, your style over substance. That's what you are if you're doing that. Oh, pay attention to the words coming out of my mouth and the meaning thereof, and their perceived meaning thereof, and the intended meaning thereof. Uh, stop obsessing over what I sound. I see this now on reviews and oil tunes. They'll say that fella sounds like he's recording in a bucket. Uh, well, what if someone, if Socrates was sitting in a bucket looking at you, uh, and he took the form of a, oh, he took the form of a rabid cat, uh, but he still came out with some of the finest philosophy ever made in the history of human beings. Would you stay? Oh, look, it's a rabid cat look-alike sitting in a tin can. You would not. You'd say Socrates is one of the finest philosophers known to man. Uh, well, at least do me the same respect as you would give to Socrates if he looked like a rabid cat sitting in a tin can. Because uh, there's more to life. Uh, there's more to life than frigging. Uh, this isn't. Ah, oh, this isn't frigging. Uh, what you call it? That's what it's not. It's not. Uh, this isn't this week in tech where we sit around with eight million uh, gallons worth of uh, what you call interns with their frigging electronic degrees and their basement full of servers and that thing they have with the Skyposaurus and the whole frigging uh, rigmarole. We don't have a three million euro studio here. Uh, no, no. Uh, although we have improved it vastly over recent months. Uh, but of course, most of you don't. Uh, you just sit there with your uh, smarty pants and your frigging... <coughs> Oh, you're frigging. Oh, look, he cleared his throat there on the on air. Who does he think he is? You can't be clearing your throat while talking to people uh, unless they're in a bar. If this was out in the real world rather than on a show and I cleared my throat, it would be considered perfectly acceptable as long as I covered my mouth with my hand while I was doing it. But if I do it through a microphone, oh, that's considered bad. He'll go, why didn't he edit out his throat clearing uh, or at least turn off the microphone and and do it into a handkerchief uh, and cover his eyes uh, for modesty. Uh, no, no, uh, I'm not ashamed of the fact that I have a common cold. Uh, I'll do my best not to have snot coming into the, through the microphone at you, uh, but that's, that's as far as I'll go. There's such a thing as taking things too far, you know. Uh, listen to the ah, listen to the quality of what I'm saying, not the sound of how I say it. Uh, you're, uh, there's more to life than the vessel in which the life is. There's the life itself. If you see, for example, do you really need another example? I think I've made my point. Uh, If you do need another example, uh, imagine if you get a a KFC bucket of chicken and the bucket itself is nothing to look at. It's a useless disposable paper bucket with a picture of an old man on it. Uh, Maybe some chickens or something. Uh, But they put loads of beautiful chicken into that. Well, that's a bad example. But if if you got one of them and you emptied it and you made some delicious uh, home-cooked chicken and put it in the KFC bucket, uh, you wouldn't say, oh, that bucket is disgusting. You would not. You'd say, that's some of the most delicious, uh, the most, most delicious foul meat known to man. 
uh, accost straight away. Some uh, language obsessive would say, oh, 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 you said foul me. Foul means disgusting. Uh, absolutely. And they'll say, oh, do you mean F-O-U-L or F-O-W-L? And then, of course, you'd punch them in your the face and you'd be perfectly uh, entitled to do so. Uh, punching, sometimes it's okay to want to punch someone in the face. You should try not to do it. Uh, but uh, the fact that you feel like doing it does not make you a lesser man, unless you're a woman, uh, in which case it makes you... Uh, no, uh, it doesn't make you any... Well, it makes you less of a woman. Uh, but if you're a man already, why would you worry about that? Uh, no, no, uh, that's not the point, though. Uh, the point is not that if you're getting... You see, you're getting bogged down in technicalities again. Uh, you're worrying about how I express myself and how it happens to sound like I might be being uh, offensive or something. Uh, no, no, I'm making a serious philosophical point here. Uh, I'm Socrates sitting in the bucket uh, looking like a rabid cat. It's okay, it's not real rabies. Like, even if I was a rabid cat, would that really matter? Uh, you're thousands of miles away listening to me to, uh, in another time through the through. An electronic recording. Does it really matter if I'm a rabid cat? For fuck's sake. Uh, what the hell is wrong with you? You say style over substance. Uh, you're not a doctor anyway. Who are you to be diagnosing rabies? Or, di or diagnosing the possibility of the appearance of rabies? Give me a fucking break. Anyway, hello and welcome to the show. Two cats walk into a bar. Uh, one of the cats uh, looks a bit rabied, and straight away the barman says, uh, I'm not serving you. Uh, you look like you're rabied. Uh, I don't want to come into contact with you. And the cat said, Oh, that's fine, because it's not my round anyway. I'm just going to sit down here, and my friend here is going to order in the round. And then if it's a problem, we'll leave after that, or he'll order all the rounds, and I'll make up for it next week, forever. However, uh, uh, but I think you can tell from the way I'm talking now that I'm not a rabid cat. Have you ever heard a rabid cat talking like this? And the barman says, uh, Well, I have to admit, no, I haven't, but I don't have much experience with rabies. There's no rabies in Ireland, you know. Uh, we've managed to successfully keep her out. And uh, then, of course, the cat says, uh, I never said this story was set in Ireland. What makes you think it's set in Ireland? And he says, Well, the fact that I'm in a bar here in Ireland uh, rather led me to assume this uh, but now that you mention that uh, it's not as obvious as I thought it was I probably should pay more attention to the uh, oh something other than the stuff that I'm paying attention to well I'm only paying attention to the uh, the what you call it uh, what's that thing? Uh, oh, I can never remember words when I want to. Uh, does that mean I have rabies? Maybe it does now that you mention it. Christ, I'm getting paranoid now. Well, if I have rabies, I'm pretty sure I caught it off you within the last two minutes, or the last one minute and 33 seconds since this story began. Uh, well, uh, just uh, now that you mention it, of course, just because this story takes one minute and 42 seconds, as it has so far to tell, that doesn't mean that's the exact length of time that's passed during the incidents that's happened here. You could have been standing in front of me here for the last three hours, or you could have just arrived. The speed of the storytelling does not dictate how much time has passed. 
and the cat says, uh, I'm just sorry, I've no idea what you're talking about, so I'm just going to go and sit down, and my friend here is going to come up, uh, he's going to come up to you and order a round. At least I hope he is. I don't have a, I don't have a plan C here, uh, I don't even have a plan B, uh, but you appear, appear to have assumed that my plan A was for me to order. It wasn't. Her plan A was for my friend to order, as he's about to now, but from your point of view, that'll be a plan B. Uh, does it really matter? Uh, we're getting uh, we're getting bogged down in all this now. It's been two minutes and thirty seven seconds since I uh, what tried to walk past your bar. I wasn't even approaching it. I was just going over to that table over there. Uh, I'll hand you over now anyway to my friend. Uh, and then the other his friend comes up and says, ah, "Hello, sorry about all that. Uh, he's a bit he's a bit rabied. Uh, oh, 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 that's a joke. He's not really rabied. Relax. Take a fucking chill pill, bar." man anyway uh, give us uh, give us a pack of peanuts and a pack of monkey nuts and two pints of your finest Carlsberg uh, from the clean top uh, wink wink I've been told that if I wink at you I'll get her from the clean top uh, I know I know how it works here you have the good top and the bad top and the special customers get the good top uh, but I've uh, ruined that for you now because I've made it clear that I know you've two tops so, so you've no choice now but to serve me the beer from the right top uh, even though you mightn't like me in fact you probably dislike me the way I've approached you here uh, well tough shit you're in the hospitality business and you have to treat me with a bit of respect especially since this is going to be on an international podcast and you're we're pretty much the tourist board of Ireland here effectively we're representing the uh, representing the Irish hospitality industry abroad anyone listening to this now thinking of coming to Ireland uh, oh Christ <coughs> Uh, we'll think, ah, well, you'll think our narrator needs to go to bed. That's why you'll think. But you'll also think, oh, I'm going to judge from this narrative uh, whether I really want to visit Ireland and go to their pubs. Uh, so, uh, no pressure. Uh, but I look forward now to seeing how you're going to respond to my request. And the barman says, uh, get out. Uh, get out, get out, get out, get out, get out. And anyone listening to this narrative, uh, let it be known that any uh, cat, be they a cat tourist or any other kind of cat or any human being for that matter, uh, gets treated the same way here if they come in talking to me like that. Tourist or no tourist, you'll have a bit of manners in here, a bit of respect for me of being 50 years in this industry and I've never been spoken to this in this way, uh, either by a rabid cat or a rabid human being or a... Ah, anyone else. Uh, I might as well be rabied if I'm going to be spoken to like this, or be a leper. Uh, do we have lepers here? I don't know. Uh, you read about lepers in the Bible and this is how they're treated. Uh, you get cats walking up to them saying basically, uh, hello, uh, I've got, I may or may not have rabies, but you're a leper, uh, so give me a drink. Well, no, I'm not standing it for any more. Get out, get out, get out, get out, get out, get out. Uh, so the cat leaves. 
and the other cat, uh, the suspected rabid cat, is still sitting there in the lounge because he hasn't been watching the bar. He's been, uh, oh, be looking down at his uh, beer mat, waiting for his drink to turn up. So the barman goes over here, goes over to him, and says, "You get out too. Uh, get out, get out, get out, get out, get out. Uh, we've had enough for you people in here, you people cats, with your crap, uh, your crappity, crippity, 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 crippity." Crippity crap! Enough! 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 Ah, uh, you're not. You're no Socrates in a bucket. I can tell you, or a tin, or wherever it was. You're just some gobshite. Get out! Uh, so both of the cats leave, and then they go. Oh, they go somewhere else. I don't know where they go. That's where I leave it here. I'm. Uh, I'm. I may be a fictional narrator, but my uh, powers don't extend outside of the current scene area. So I don't know where they go from there. Hello, I'm Neil's newest cat, Bowsy the Second, and when I'm chewing earphone cables, I listen to Into Your Head until they stop working. Now, uh, I know what you're thinking there. You're thinking it's probably time he came back to that energy drink sponsor thing now, and you're absolutely right about that, except I'm not going to, because uh, it's one of my least successful uh, affiliate programs uh, probably going to drop it soon uh, but uh, if you still want to try Brain Tonic go ahead the link is up there at intoyourhead.com uh, just go to intoyourhead.com slash offers click on the Brain Tonic ad and order some Brain Tonic it's a unique energy drink and I get a cut of the action if anyone ever bothers to buy any uh, so go ahead uh, but no no uh, if you want uh, to, to avail of one of more my more successful ventures uh, go click on the Amazon ad or their pet food ads or the uh, glasses prescription glasses ad or the free audible audiobook ad or any of the rest of them uh, into your head.com slash offers it's all there uh, especially if you're shopping on Amazon anytime you shop on Amazon go through my links at into your head.com slash Amazon and I get a ah, I get a generous commission and it doesn't cost you any extra uh, so why wouldn't you do that uh, unless you uh, unless you're a bitter uh, son of a bitch cunt who uh, be, wishes nothing but ill will for my show in which case it leads me to wonder why you're listening uh, maybe you're in a hairdresser's sh- shop somewhere and they play podcasts like this here and you're being forced to listen uh, in which case uh, ha ha tough shit loser anyway hello and on with the show uh, what's happening to my voice uh, this is fucking ridiculous. I recorded Monday show earlier and I sounded better than this. And now here I am recording Wednesdays and I sound worse. I was sounding like I'm deteriorating. Uh, well, in actual fact, I'm getting better day by day. Uh, so this isn't really helping with the timeline. Uh, I suppose it's nothing we can do about that. Uh, suffice to say, uh, on with the show. Monkey nuts, that's what they call them. They call them big steaming buckets of piles of monkey nuts. Uh, except they're not. That's not what they are at all. They're completely, uh, they have absolutely nothing in common with the what we today know as monkey nuts. Uh, but language evolves over time. And back, uh, back in the age in which our story today is set, uh, monkey nuts were a completely different thing. The thing that they called monkey nuts 
adults back then were a whole different kettle of fish. In fact, they were uh, basically a kettle of fish was what they were. Uh, a kettle, of course, being a, not a kettle as we know it today because electricity wasn't invented. In fact, what is a kettle uh, other than an electric kettle for boiling water? Let's just look her up before I make an idiot of myself. A uh, kettle, let's look her up. Uh, kettle, Wikipedia. Uh, we'll find out what her kettle of fish is in real life. Uh, electric kettles, stovetop kettles. Uh, that's not helpful. Let's look up kettle of fish. Kettle of fish. Uh, I know what the, a whole different kettle of fi fish means. Uh, but I want to know what a real kettle of fish is. Uh, what is the origin of that is a whole different kettle of fish? Uh, here we go. Uh, it's originally British. There are two common idioms based around the phrase a kettle of fish, blah, blah. And uh, nobody is really sure where the expression... Well, that's no use. That's of no help. Nobody is really sure where the expression came from. Uh, but we do know that the phrase a kettle of fish was originally a literal term. So it was originally words. That's a great help. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Something, something. Uh, something picnic. There was, it seems, a custom by which the gentry on the Scottish border would hold a picnic, uh, although that term was not then known by a river. Uh, blah, blah, something. Oh, this is boring. This is boring. I'm not reading crap from some uh, wordy website. Uh, oh, anyway, where was it? Oh, yes, kettle of fish. Uh, back in the days in which our tale today is set, uh, kettle of fish was what uh, was in those days known as a... Uh, oh, was known as a uh, monkey nuts they said oh uh, here's some monkey nuts will I boil them up and make a sandwich out of them and have them with chips uh, not water chips someone would say I don't know uh, but I really think fish should be served with something fried and potato-y uh, how do you fry stuff I don't know frying hasn't been invented yet or has it uh, well it's not called frying yet I'm sure they had fire back in the kettle of fish uh, monkey nuts days but uh, they probably didn't call it frying, did they? I don't know. Uh, did they have potatoes? Probably. Uh, when were potatoes invented? There's a question. There's a question and a half for you. When, when were potatoes invented? Uh, were they invented at all? Were they discovered? Uh, you can't invent stuff that just grows, or can you? When were potatoes? Let's look this up now. Uh, when were potatoes invented? Uh, potatoes being a very important part of potato chip history invention of potato chips no that's a different who invented potatoes uh, when was the first uh, blah blah yeah who answers uh, who blah blah uh, blah 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 oh, potato chip who invented potato chips uh, let's have a look at this <clears throat> Even though that's not the question I was looking for, uh, which the which explains why I said the question and a half. This will be the half here. Uh, when were potatoes? In? Oh, it's a quiz. That's no use to me. Uh, when were potatoes discovered? Let's try that. When were potatoes discovered? And who put them there? I suppose will be the next stage. Well, let's let's take a one step at a time. Potato. Here we go. Wikipedia. Potato, potato, Wikipedia. Uh, the potato is a starchy... I know what it is. Uh, Long-term stuff, blah, 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 blah. Ah, uh, uh, feck. No, uh, this is... Uh, this isn't really helping. <coughs> <coughs> 
Ah, domestication. We'll have one little read of this paragraph and then we'll give up. Uh, oh, here we go. It was domesticated between 8000 BC and 5000 BC. I suppose that's as close as we're going to get uh, an answer. Uh, so the potato's been here for a while. Uh, but I can't, I'm not sure, still not sure when my story is set. I suppose uh, somewhere more, uh, during that period. Let's say 6000 BC. And yeah potatoes uh, so anyway they said let's serve our monkey nuts uh, fried up with potato chips uh, I'll chip, uh, cut the potatoes into chips and fry them in a disgusting amount of oil that will put our lives in danger just by its very uh, entrance into our uh, into our uh, bodies uh, oh this is a load of crap this is a load of crap uh, this is this is pitiful uh, people I can't be putting this on the frigging uh it's a monkey nut uh if i've started this thing where i've said monkey nuts or some sort of kettle of fish except it's not a kettle of fish as we know today it's a real kettle of fish and the kettle is a bucket and they're talking about it being 5000 bc or something and they're cooking up the fish in with potato chips as if it's some sort of a thing absolutely fucking ridiculous have they got the wheel yet i don't know maybe they're using that to put the kettle into uh, they're using it as a stove. Can you, you probably could you could use? Oh, you could use a, a wheel as a ring on which you into which you put fire and treat it like a barbecue and put the kettle of fish on top of it and I suppose put a bucket underneath that and put the oil in that with a lid on it and put the bucket of fish on top and it'll be like a steamer. Uh, you steam the fish there while the while the potatoes cook underneath in the oil. Does oil produce steam? I can't remember. Uh, I suppose to cook. Uh, whatever. Whatever works. What's the point in me telling people non-existent people from 8,000 years ago long gone how to cook their dinner that serves no purpose whatsoever that's uh, the whole last 6 minutes and 46 seconds of being a waste of all our time and I apologise therefore uh, not therefore uh, therefore uh, well for the above is therefore a word yes it is but it means something else is there a word not t-h-e-r-e-f-o-r-e which is a different thing but there Therefore, I apologise. Therefore, or that for, I apologise for the above. Anyway, and on with the show. I think we'll uh, draw, draw today's show to an end with some pre-written material. Because uh, that's the best I can do at the moment, it seems. Uh, let's, have a, uh, let's have a lecture I wrote some time ago called Telephony for Beginners. Uh, in this other window here. Oh, here it is. Telephony for Beginners by the me of the past. The modern age has brought with it many challenges for those of us with a fear of technology and gadgets. I myself have never used a computer or infernal telephonic equipment of any kind. Uh, this site, uh, the site on which I first published this lecture, is reduced entirely on my good old... Oh, this is a load of crap. Uh, we're not reading that. Uh, 
how to find a career. Uh, oh, here we go. Uh, let's start at the beginning. At the beginning of time, Adam and Eve were ecstatically happy. They have a, had a lovely garden, some apple trees, and a god who for some reason was proud of creating two losers who spent all day rambling around an orchard with no clothes on. What more could you want? Then one day, Adam became jealous of all the other males in the garden who were going off every day to a nine-to-five. The ants, who spent all day building things, the birds who swooped in and out to collect food for their young, the wasps who spent their day, their waking hours trying to have sexual intercourse with flowers for some reason. So Adam decided to seek the assistance of the local career advisory service. He found them very helpful and thorough. Their expert carried out all sorts of aptitude tests, analysed Adam's lifestyle and looked stuff up in big books. Actually, that's not entirely true. He sat around for two days watching Superman, Superman 2 and Superman 3 and billed Adam as thinking time for it. After a couple of days, the expert called Adam and told him he should get a job as a gardener. Adam was delighted at finally having something to strive for, the nincompoop. It's all Adam's fault, you know. If he had kept his big mouth shut and not reminded God that he was doing nothing all day every day, we might have all gotten away with it. We could all be sitting in the garden right now enjoying the apples with not a care in the world damn idiot adam anyway after a few weeks of working as a gardener for slave wages uh, i've just scrolled down too far hold on oh here we go uh, surprise surprise adam became unhappy so quite rightly, Eve gave him a slap and told him to stop whining. 2,000 years later, I went for my first interview for the post of office junior at a Dublin shipping company. I spent the next 15 months licking envelopes and getting blood on them, filing stuff in a dark cell at the back of the office and buying cigarettes for the boss. But I'm not bitter, no. I'm here to offer you all the benefit of my wisdom. Here are a few priceless tips for picking a job that'll make you feel happy and fulfilled. Think about where your skills lie. If you're good with money, become a con artist. If you're the affectionate type, consider a career as a prostitute. The cheese industry is booming. Have you considered becoming a cheesemaker? If you don't like getting up in the morning, consider getting a night job. Alternatively, move to another time zone and it'll all be cool. Uh, don't forget to make a fortune in your first job. To compensate... Oh no, that's right, I read that wrong. Uh, apologies to me of the past, I've read your fine article incorrectly. Don't expect to make a fortune in your first job. To compensate, steal a proportion of the takings from the cash register to supplement your earnings. Your employer is a millionaire, nobody will know us. No matter what you do, you are destined to spend 8 hours of your day for the next 40 years wishing you were somewhere else. Don't expect too much from your career. Think like contended... Oh, things like contended... Cont Ah, bollocks. Things like contentedness, fulfilment and wages are for dreamers, not real people. But most importantly, have fun and don't be cynical. Employers notice people who are cynical and pluck them out and remove them to stop them from causing trouble. Don't get notice. If you've enjoyed le learning about careers, you might like to try how to play the banjo. I think I did how to play the banjo or at least republished it on the website recently into your head 
Red.com. Uh, there's a blog there. There's all sorts of crap like this. There's crap that I wrote many years ago uh, before podcasting was invented. I had to use words. Uh, had to use my words like a child. I went into the internet and said, can I have a podcast yet? And the, inter- yet, the internet said, no, it's only 2003. Uh, podcasting won't be invented until 2005 and you won't figure out how to do it until 2006 uh, so no for now just use your words and by that I mean use the written form of the words and write uh, pointless articles for the next three years and draw pictures of cats you'll be glad to have them uh, later in your life when you rerun them on your podcasting website because uh, you've, you'll have enough to do then without writing new stuff uh, I suppose to me of the past was right about that when he did that uh, anyway that's fa- that's fantastic that's the show done now uh, I can go off and continue to heal from my common cold which apparently is getting worse today as I continue to dare to use my voice to try and be productive for once uh, give me a fucking break this is my first day that I've recorded in for a week and here I am my voice disintegrating as if oh as if I've been abusing it in some way it's not as if I've been throwing uh, gallons of lit cigarettes down my throat and oh no I've been kind to my throat I've been taking paracetamol and lozenges uh, I've been oh I've been treating it uh, as best I can without any medical qualifications uh, but no no apparently it's a and the sun is splitting the rocks outside as well that's the worst thing here I am stuck in recording this crap when I could be out there trying to figure out how to work the freaking barbecue that won't stay lit because it's windy uh, anyway good morning if you would like to comment on any of the issues raised in today's program email studio at intoyourhead.com that's studio at intoyourhead.com remember we value the opinions of you the humble and ignorant listener Sit, Annie. Sit. Good cat.